This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. Wisdom and virtue are like the two wheels of a cart. Japanese saying. <laughs> Daniel, inner wisdom, tuning in to tune out. Last episode, you did a really good job of learning the difference between self-talk and the inner voice. But we're going to talk about that inner wisdom. How do you know when you can start a new chapter in your life? How do you know if somebody is right for you? How do you know if you're doing the right thing? These are the questions that we ask ourselves but the ultimate answer comes from within. Mm-hmm. Inner wisdom is such an interesting thing because over the years, I've worked with my clients in a variety of manners, whether it's hypnosis, using past life regression or hypnotic regression, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, using the power of language to identify how we structure the world. We could do tapping, tapping on meridian points and talking about the pain that we experience in our body and finally eliminating it. There's many tools to tap in to our inner wisdom. And we've talked in previous episodes that inner wisdom can come in a variety of forms. Could come from our emotions, Mm -hmm. right? It can come from spirit. Absolutely. It can come from that still small voice inside of ourselves that says, try again, go in a new direction. You got this. We want to tap into inner wisdom, going in and shutting out all the distractions, shutting out all the opinions, all the beliefs of our religious systems, our school systems, our political systems, government systems, and really begin to really listen to ourselves. I remember one day Daniel was talking to Frank and he said, you know, sometimes I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to make the right decision. And I'm like, how can you not trust yourself? You're an amazing person. You're a great father. You're incredibly genius at what you do at work. How can you not trust yourself? But I feel that so many people just don't trust themselves. Why? Because we've made mistakes in the past. We're wary. We don't want to make them again. We've made mistakes. We've made wrong choices. Mm-hmm. We've had wrong thoughts and beliefs. Don't get me wrong. I have walked into situations where I totally just did not know what the heck was going on. And it wasn't until after the fact that I learned I may have made a mistake or I trusted the wrong person or whatever. And sometimes it feels bad to reflect on that. And then you go into a situation and then you're just like, well, how can I trust myself? I let myself down in the past and I'm probably gonna let myself down in the future and I'm probably gonna let down others too. And it's better to just not do anything than to let other people down. Hey man, that is a very tough thing to talk about for a lot of people. Yeah. That's a very, it's a hard subject because that inner trust is the biggest thing ever. 
you have to be able to use that wisdom to be able to make that decision. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to look at that wisdom as a sign for you. Yeah. Because everything you feel inside of yourself is the wisdom. Every time you go to make a decision and you have that feeling, that's your wisdom telling you, okay, you're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because each and every day we face that. Are we doing the right thing? Are we making the right choice? Is this what I should be doing? But we already know the answer. Mm -hmm. We're just afraid to trust it. And oh. I know that one because sometimes you're in a pickle and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> but the answer's right there for you. Yeah. And there are times, especially with relationships, when it can be very conflicting. Oh, yeah. What should I do? What should I not do? But the thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself the question, is it me or is it the other person? Because that's where the wisdom comes from. Of course, you're never going to feel it's the other person because you don't know how they're feeling. You're only a one-sided opinion on that one. But you ask yourself, is it me? Have I jumped to conclusions? Have I done something stupid? Am I overreactive? And I think that's a big thing where I have to look at myself and say, is it me or is it the other person? And 99.9% .9 of the time it's you. <laughs> yeah. It's really you. Yeah. Because I think as humans, we're so protective of ourselves oh, yeah. that we forget to trust everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then we want to listen to this gut feeling, as everyone calls it, trust your gut feeling. That's your inner wisdom saying, hey, what up? <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready to give you an answer. But we don't listen to it. No. And that's what's really interesting to me. Why are we not listening to our inner wisdom? Well, I think a lot of times people don't want to listen to their inner wisdom because they feel that if they do, they're going to lose something. Mm -hmm. We call this secondary gains. Mm -hmm. A secondary gain is that you know something is wrong for you. Maybe you're smoking. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're having unsafe sex. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're engaging in risky behavior, abusive relationships. Uh, an unhappy relationship. Maybe the person's not even abusive. Maybe they're just not supportive. Maybe mm -hmm. you're, they're not he living healthily. Maybe you're not studying when you should be studying. Mm -hmm. There's secondary gains to every negative behavior. And our inner wisdom is trying to get our attention. Inner wisdom can show up as pain. Wow. When it, and, and when, inner wisdom usually shows up as pain, actually. It could be pain in the body, pain in the heart, pain in the chest, an illness, a sickness. And these types of diseases, a dis-ease, right, mm -hmm. are getting our attention saying, stop. Mm -hmm. Your body, your mind, your spirit, they are not connected. And we're asking you to find that harmony inside of you. And we're going to make you sick so you stop all that crap. But a lot of people don't want to stop smoking. They don't want to stop drinking. They don't want to have, they don't want to stop risky behavior. Absolutely. They don't want to stop spending because there's what we call is a self-soothing technique or a coping mechanism. Mm. Self-soothing. Okay. So the psychology behind this is, is that you engage in a risky behavior or self-destructive behavior because you, you're getting something from it. It might be comfort. It might be... Uh, a moment of quiet. It could be, for example, with Frank, my husband, um, there would be some times where he, he's very intuitive himself. He's starting to come into that. Mm -hmm. And because he would hear all of the voices and he would hear all of the ideas and the thoughts, he would get so frustrated by hearing it and distracted and overwhelmed, he would just start doing stuff compulsively, being productive, <laughs> fixing things around the house, going on projects. And I'm like, well, why don't you just sit down? And he's like, if I sit down, 
I'm going to be overwhelmed with all of this. So if I focus, it shuts everything out. Mm. That's like a simple example of that. Some people might call that ADHD. And, uh, it, but it's really you being in tune to spirit, to your intuition, into your body, to so your inner wisdom, your inner wisdom, the minds of others. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. You could be in an unhealthy relationship with someone because that person gives you money, that person gives you a place to live, that person mm-hmm. makes you feel safe. Oh, please, we've all done that. Mm-hmm. We've stayed in relationships too long because we're getting something out of it. So always ask yourself, am I feeling pain? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's inner wisdom trying to talk to you. That's the wisdom of your physical body trying to get your attention. Am I feeling suffering, emotional suffering? Am I crying? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling confused, overwhelmed? That's another way your inner wisdom is talking to you. Are you getting signs? We talked about this with speaking to the universe. Signs perceived that don't follow. If you're thinking of something like, I need to change jobs, or I want to go on vacation, and then all of a sudden you get a a pamphlet in the mail saying you won a free vacation, and you actually really did, it's not a scam. <laughs> and you get this vacation or a friend says, hey, you know what, like, this this is on me, this treat's on me. Like, that's a gift. And it's your inner wisdom saying, yes, this is, this is it. This is affirming you. Mm-hmm. So there's a variety of ways to tap in and tune into yourself. Absolutely. But it's important, as we've talked about in the previous episode of self-talk, is to learn to recognize when you're just talking to yourself and repeating the same old dialogue from the past versus is something happening inside of me and my my mind and my heart and my body that's trying to get it out. That's deep. <laughs> you're having a moment here, I know that's this. good. I mean it's it's it really hits home with me because there's a lot of times when I feel this inside of me that needs to come out. I feel like I need to be more open and it affects your everyday life, especially with the relationships. I mean, if you're not expressing how you feel, nobody will know. And if you go a long time with somebody and you haven't been communicative, you're the problem. Mm -mm. There are signs there that that you should read. I mean, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see it every day that there are things that we need to be open and honest with ourselves about. There are things that we need to listen to to have that talk about and it's just it's eye-opening it's really it's a good catch you know what I'm saying (laughs) well our inner wisdom presents itself in a variety of ways I think that our soul is so persistent in trying to get our conscious mind's attention Mm -hmm. that it will literally do anything a car accident a health scare a relationship issue a career issue a financial issue there are no health issues in life. There are no money money or financial issues. There are no love issues. It's me issues. <laughs> Whoa, that's what. <laughs> it's a me issue. That's a big thing. Because it is, 99.9% of the time, the problems we have or that we get into is because of ourselves. Yeah. We put ourselves in that bind. Oh. We put ourselves in that bind. Oh, yes, we do. And there's no one to blame. You can't blame the other person. It's you. It's you who did it to yourself because you didn't listen. Yeah, when we hurt ourselves, we cut, we do mm-hmm. drugs, we we might overexert ourselves physically we with drink. sport, we drink, we do all sorts of things to try to numb the sound of our inner wisdom. <laughs> we just want it to go away. Shut up. 
Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't want I don't want to feel this pain. So we smoke, we drink, we engage in risky behavior, we mm. we scroll on Instagram all day long, <laughs> we fight with people on Facebook. Amen, that's me. <laughs> you know, we do all these things to just shut that voice down. Mm-hmm. And instead we're listening to other voices. And that's why it's tune in and tune out. Mm-hmm. And to really tap into that inner wisdom. Tune into what's important and tune out to what's not. Yeah. That's a big thing. That's a big, big thing that everybody needs to learn. Mm-hmm. But what do you think people could look forward to to tuning in? Like, what should they look? What should they look for when they tune in? Well, we have talked about in the previous episode about attitude. We mm. talked about attitude is like if you noticing. It's a mean problem. I'm not feeling good. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing my best. Mm-hmm. My relationship is not bringing my best. Then we need to think at some ways of getting that energy out. Because mm-hmm. the energy wants to come out. You are a life-giving force. The energy in you wants to come out. It could be a destructive force or it could be a constructive force. We are the yang and the yang. We are the black and the white. We got it both inside of us. The power to destroy. The power to create. The power to kill. The power to restore to life. We have it within us and we, it needs to be expressed. But the good news is, is that we can turn any kind of force into a constructive, powerful force, a healing force. And so taking a nap, having a dream, journaling, um, going for a walk, listening to music. These are good healthy steps towards mm-hmm. tuning into your inner wisdom. Now, there will be points if you begin to develop your intuition and the virtue inside of yourself because you cannot develop a strong frequency or hearing to your inner wisdom if you're not willing to live an honest, healthy life. Absolutely. So virtue in and of itself is a part of tuning into yourself. Now, it doesn't mean not having sex and and not eating pork. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it means really turning into the goodness in yourself. Mm-hmm. It means tuning into the the goodness in others, even when you don't want to see it. Oof. There's some people on those Facebook political posts that you're oh, thinking, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this does not feel like a good person. But yeah. it takes a lot of courage to see the virtue in others. So being a virtuous person just means seeing the good in yourself and others is part of the par for the course and part of the process of tuning into your inner I wisdom. Love I love that. Because if you're seeing that this is not an other's problem, it's a me problem, it's a spiritual issue, it's a mental challenge, it's a physical response to what is imbalanced and out of harmony inside my mind and in my spirit, my heart then you can start to tackle it and you realize I don't have any problems in life. I have errors in my logic. I have blocked feelings and it's time to just give myself what I need because a lot of the repression that we experience in our life is just a repression and denial of our needs. Can I get an A? (laughs) So that's the question is, are you tuning into your inner wisdom? And I think honestly, Daniel, you coming into terms with, wow, you know, I realize a lot of the problems in my life were because of me. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful step. It's a big thing to be able to admit. Now the question is, do you have things 
that you need to tune into. Has your inner wisdom been talking to you? Mm-hmm. Have you listened or have you tried to listen to your inner wisdom? Yeah. If so, what is it saying? Are you feeling troubled by it? Do you need help understanding? Mm-hmm. Let us know. We're curious. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Next time on Valuable Insight. Shown is that the mere act of imagining that you're doing something creates the neuro connections and the muscle memory for you to do it. And so when I say to people, how? The first thing is, is you have to imagine that you are already there in your mind. You are that which you want to be. You are the person you want to be. You are doing what you want to be. And it's already done. So for me, if I'm going to get Schooling me today, if I'm going to get money, if I'm going to get opportunities, it has to be, be it has to be legit. The biggest thing that my clients have asked me over the years is how, Leslie, how? I'll say to them, I see in your future success. I see this. I see that. And they all want to go back to me and say how. And it feels like a slap in the face because it's like, what do you mean how? Just focus on what. Mm-hmm.